0: back to pass surveying the field
2: fires to the end zone to davis did he get both feet down touchdown buffalo a 23-yard missile launch by
0: allen to davis
2: chris brown on the call for the electric play of the game a heck of a throw over the cornerback into a tight spot on the side of the end zone with the safety coming over and a great live i didn't think davis said could have gotten both feet in But he did, heck of a catch, and uh, keeping both feet in for Gabriel Davis on the 23-yard touchdown pass. And that put the Bills up 34-24 and allowed you to breathe normally once again. The electric play of the game brought to you by Town BMW for an electrifying performance. Check out the Town BMW lineup of EVs. You can check us out on... uh, Bills football Monday. 8030550 to join us. We we'll get back to more of your calls in a moment.
1: It was a bluebird day at the stadium, as they say. It was nice. On the slopes. Oh, it was yeah? gorgeous. Okay. Gorgeous. Absolutely perfect. The feels th- like you deserved
3: it. it. The feels like was 32. It felt more like 55. Yeah. yeah,
1: if you were especially if you were in the sun. Sun versus shade. Yep. 15 degree difference. But yeah, you could your people in the sun were shedding layers. Good day to tailgate. Yes, yeah, beautiful. Good. No wind. Now, the weather forecast for this week against Cincinnati is maybe a little colder.
2: Mid, uh, low to mid-30s.
1: Okay, so about the same.
2: The only thing I think to track, what I saw this morning was a 50% chance of some snow showers. Yeah,
1: Pat Hammer tweeted out this morning, there's a storm coming that might hold off till Monday. So we'll see about that.
2: All right, well, let's, uh, hey, Pat, you want to make it hold off till Monday? That'd be much appreciated. Or, you know, hold off till Sunday night at like 10. Like, get everybody out of the game and clear the lots and get home. You
1: happy about Sunday, three yeah. o'clock?
2: Yeah, I'm okay with that. Me yeah. Too. Cause you know me. I'm a I did not want the Sunday, the late game, and I thought, you know what, Saturday, let me have a day without stress. Well So I was <laughs> like, Sunday, it's close to one o'clock, it's normal. I'm good. I'm very happy with Sunday at three.
1: Consider how long this game we just watched was. What if that was an eight thirty game?
2: We would have been going to bed at two o'clock oh, in the morning. Oh, terrible. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: It was it was uh it was an ugly game, really. At times, it was like the the, the flow. There was really it was hard to get into a flow. You know, the Miami offense certainly was limited. The Bills' offense was shooting itself in the foot too often. There weren't a ton of penalties. I think the Bills had two. I got to see how many Miami had, and it just seemed like there were a lot of stoppages, guys getting dinged up. There were some scrums. You know, there was the Christi- the inevitable Christian Wilkins Josh Allen square off. Uh, some boost reviews to just clarify plays. It was just um, McDermott won a challenge. It was just a really weird, long, kind of ugly football game at times. All right, let's get connected with fans because that's what we do on Bills Football Monday. Larry and Batavia, you're on WGR. Go right ahead.
0: Yeah, I've been, I've been listening all morning, and, you know, I got a couple of points. Number one, I wonder if the reason why – Josh was throwing long is because Miami's defense was almost like, quote-unquote, baiting them into it, you know? They were just, like, a lot of those throws, you go back, and it was one-on-one coverage. There wasn't a lot of safety help over the top, so I wonder if that's what he was seeing. But the offense with Dorsey, to me, it, it doesn't look like they can ever get to a point where they get into a rhythm. Like, there are no, like you've mentioned, wide receiver screens, no running back screens. Uh, you know, these, like, Seven, eight yard throws, three, four, five of them in a row. It doesn't look like it's schemed that way. It looks like it's light up, beat your guy, and I'm going to throw it to you 15 to 20 yards down the field. And I, I don't know if that's just what they've come up with or why that offense just looks that way. Now, you know, I always kind of comment when was the last time you saw a Bills wide receiver get called for offensive pass interference for a pick play?
1: There was a pick.
0: It like they tried to.
1: Yeah, there was a pick play that the Giants ran last night. And I thought the same thing, like, man, guys coming underneath where, you know, space opens up and clears out. I thought the same. Like, yeah, I don't think the Bills have run pick plays as much as maybe they used to.
2: Well, I think look, it's not it's not a landmark statement to say Brian Dable was better at creating offensive schemes than Ken Dorsey. I mean, I'm he should be. He's had a lot more experience at it. I think there were there were very there were a number of times where there'd be a touchdown in the Dable era, we'd look at the replay and go, wow, that was done really well. It was mm-hmm. executed. I liked how he created it. This happened, pick play, whatever, guys moving here and there. The, yeah, Larry, it's not a stretch to say that. I think Brian Dable was much better at creating offensive plays than Ken Dorsey is at this point in Dorsey's career. It's very early in his career as a play caller. Hopefully he gets better. So appreciate Yeah,
0: uh, I I yeah. just like I said, I just think that there's a little bit left. Less- Meat on the bone there, so to speak. Look, the other thing,
2: too, Larry, thanks. And we've kind of talked about this throughout the course of the season. The weapons need to be better. I mean, I think Ken Dorsey is dealing with a less dangerous group of passing weapons than Brian Dable had, you know? Um, I'm not sure how – I mean, Cole Beasley had a ton of snaps yesterday, had a couple big plays. I'm not sure how much he and John Brown would be able to do other playoffs. But, yes, playoff Gabe showed up, but Gabe has been inconsistent. McKenzie is just, you know, a role player. There are Knox is is in a nice stretch right now. He's having his best stretch of the season, but in terms of like weapons, not named Stefan Diggs. There's a lot to be desired here on the Bills football team. So I think that might play into Dorsey as well. He's not as good creating things as Dable did, but I also think Dable had, you know, Brown at a younger age, Beasley before he got, you know, really banged up. Even Sanders before you know, with what he did last year, I think the weapons this year outside of Diggs, none of them have been consistent. Not a single one in the passing game. Let's get to uh Derek in South Carolina next. Derek, you're on Bills Football Monday. Go right ahead.
4: Hey, thank y'all for taking my call this morning. Sure, thanks for calling. Yes, sir. Um I just got a couple things. You know, I I know y'all been talking about sloppy football. And I thought we were a little, little bit sloppy on uh, defense yesterday, especially on that third and 15, they got a first down. At third and 19, they got a first down. I mean, our defense could have got off the field. I mean, because I, 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 I was just listening on, on GR 550, because actually I'm down here in Fort Lauderdale, guys, and I, went, and I and I had to listen to it at a bar yesterday, and it was crazy. But uh, me and the bartender had a bet. You know, if the Dolphins win, I had to buy everybody a shot at the bar. But if the Bills win, I got a free bar tab. So it all worked out, a win-win situation for me. But uh, I just I just think the, the, the defense has got to be able to get off the field on them big, long third downs. I, I just, it, It's been that way, like you said, for the last couple months now. You know, our defense, they'll, they'll put somebody back to third and 12, third, you know, third and – Man, what was it? Uh, I think it was against uh, Cincinnati before all the stuff went down with Demar Hamlin. It was third and twenty, and they got a first down. And I just, uh, and I want to send my best wishes out to the Murphy family. I miss him calling in the games, man.
2: Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, and hopefully Murph will be back soon. It seems like he's hopefully it seems like he's getting a little better. I think, but anyway, yes. Uh, nice shout out for John. Look, defensively, I just want to double check this. They were four of sixteen on third down. I mean, Miami. That's that's twenty five percent. I mean, it is.
1: I mean, they've had big, high profile third down misses. Yeah, I mean, they and that that goes back to the Houston playoff game. That goes to the Miami game in week three this year. I just think it's not to say it's not a problem because sometimes it is. I think, like you said, four for sixteen. Those are the things that you remember. Yeah, they just stick out to you.
2: Yeah. I thought they played well. I, I If you're going to bring up any problems from yesterday, to me, it's all about the offense. And honestly, special teams. Bass kicked the ball out of bounds. They gave up a 50-yard punt return. Hines muffed a punt that thankfully the Bills recovered. Thankfully. I I mean, between st- that and, by the way, Spencer Brown and Terrell Dotson, thank you. Right? The muffed punt could have been huge. Mm-hmm. And even Josh's other strip sack that Brown recovered, that's the Dolphins' ball at around the Bills' 40-yard line or so, I think. So those guys make... But I I thought, look, they got him off the field. They gave up 16 first downs on 16 drives. It did have
1: similarities to the first Dolphin game a little bit in that... Oh, the yardage disparity was ridiculous yesterday. That part of it, but... And this is a point that I saw Ryan Fitzpatrick make with Eric Wood on his podcast. And you'll hear it a lot. And, you know, maybe I write it off too quickly, or maybe you do. The third time against an opponent. You know, Josh Allen has owned the Dolphins for many, many years. And then this year, what happens? He still gets his wins. He still gets his stats. But they've got a better idea on what, like the caller who said, were they baiting him into those deep throws? Mm -hmm. Maybe they were. Even though Diggs did beat Howard on one big play down the field, maybe they think, that's okay. You're not going to keep hitting those. Those are low-percentage throws. And if it's Gabe Davis out there in a contested catch situation – He's not been good at those this year. So if you're Miami, you very well might go into a game saying, let's get him to throw it deep.
2: Yeah. Well, they did. And again, it was a mixed bag. Look, you mentioned the play. Diggs beats Howard for 54. Mm-hmm. The very first play of the game, he beat Howard. Throw wasn't there. The back to back deep throws, when I'm yelling at the set, Davis on the second play beat his guy. Yeah. The throw missed him. Shakir has a 54 yard catch. Drops he it. He drops it. So not I, mean, only does I, he drop I think it. there were probably coverages where he saw single coverage and thought, My guy is gonna make a play for me. It goes back to the comment after the New England game where you're talking about Dink and Dunk is nice, but gotta let dogs be dogs. Mm -hmm. I think he would have seen single coverage or coverage as he felt my guys are gonna make a play, I'm gonna throw it down there.
1: And built into all that is if you're inviting Allen to throw deep You're also inviting him to stay in the pocket a little longer. Mm -hmm. You're saying we can get there with our rush. We've got these two guys up front that are monsters. We can blitz. And if you're looking at the whole body of work for the year, has any team, I should look it up, has any team hit him more than Miami? Miami has hit him and blitzed him, and they've now got two strip sacks on him. One goes Mm -hmm. for a touchdown. The other is, what, at the six-yard line in Miami. They've gotten to him, and they've got the ball on the ground, and they've got him to throw deep. And it might just be the kind of thing where you know, listen, we're playing an all-world quarterback. Our only chance might be to to be aggressive and to, to, to force him to feel like he should be aggressive as well.
2: I'm just trying to check.
1: Man, he, he got sacked thir- seven, seven times. times.
2: They had 13 quarterback hits yesterday, according to the NFL's game. Book.
1: And it's a big number. 13's a big number. In the first matchup in Miami... They beat him up. Yeah, look, they blitzed of- a lot. He beat the blitz, something yeah. he did not necessarily do yesterday as effectively. The, the the strip sack, he beat the blitz a couple times with just little dump offs to McKenzie and uh, Singletary in the game in Week Three back in Miami. Those were blitz beaters. And then what did Miami do? They backed off the blitz. They simulated pressure. So it's almost like Miami has done this this nice job of making Allen feel
2: like mm-hmm. he's under more pressure than he maybe is. I think the digs play. I think that was a blitz. Was that the thir- third and 15, the 54-yard throw to Diggs? Yes. I think they beat the blitz. Cover zero. But it didn't seem like they – I don't have numbers in front of me. It didn't seem like they were beating it that much. Um, there was one other thing I was going to say about Allen. Oh, for the life of me, you, you were making the point here about – yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he got – I mean, he got hit all- – oh, just, some of those sa- – I mean, seven sacks. And again, and some of those can be. I think there were times he left the pocket too quickly and tried to – create something with his legs and if he doesn't get back to the line of scrimmage, that's a sack. I mean there was at least one of those where I thought he he decided to leave the pocket, go up. He saw like a it looked like he saw a big hole in the middle of the play, in the middle of the the field, and he decided to run and it closed really fast. And then if he didn't get back to the line of scrimmage, that could be a sack. So it wasn't just seven times offensive line gets beat. Allen gets sacked. I think there were times where he was trying to scramble or whatever, and if you don't get positive yards, some of those are going to be sacked. But having said that, yeah, seven's a big number, and he seemed to be under pressure too much and taking too many hits, and the offensive line did struggle against what Miami was throwing at them yesterday. All right, let's uh, break. If you're on hold, hang on. We want uh, to get more of your calls as soon as we get right back. That's what we're doing. We're taking your calls. We're all giving our two cents worth on the Bills win over Miami. Eight oh three oh five fifty to join us on Bills Football Monday, which is brought to you by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at Northwest.com.
4: I'm, I'm a guy that feels like if I if want to feel it all the time, then I can help this team win. I wasn't, I wasn't, you know. And it's the playoffs. Why am I not out there all the time? I should be the guy. I'm tired of holding that back. I'm tired of that. Twelve. It's the playoffs. I'm tired of holding that back. Let's go win the game. I'm tired of holding back on that. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of it. Like. I'm a playmaker. I'm a a guy that my teammates feed off me when I'm on the field. I should be out there all the time.
1: If this were Baltimore, Mm -hmm. we were on Baltimore radio, I would scream amen.
2: That's J.K. Dobbins, and he's talking about the play at the end where Tyler Huntley tried to leap the goal line, fumbled, and the play went the other way. He's healthy.
3: Yeah. He's awesome. He was maybe the best player the whole game. The whole game.
2: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. His, the, the touchdown they got, he makes a diving attempt for. is an incredible play from him. I'd be There's, so mad they didn't just give it to J.K. Mm-hmm. Dobbins at the when they yard got line. down to the one-yard line.
3: Yeah. And more, like, he's, he says 12 in there. I think that's the number of touches he had. 12.
2: In I was wondering what the number reference was.
3: Yeah, he had 12 touches. Like, uh, he should have f- f- had 25. By 45.
2: the way, 12 touches for a team that's
3: not exactly loaded with weapons in the passing
2: game. Right? Wouldn't you think if they yep, were going to win yeah. last night it was, was because they were going to run the ball successfully? He
3: was the best passing weapon. There was that one yes, play Huntley throws it to him in the flat and the play looks dead, and he just shoots up the field like a rocket and gets like thirty five.
2: Silly Ravens. Hey, not for nothing because I know we got to get calls and this is completely random and out of left field. But woof, Al Michaels and Tony Dungy. Wow, that has got that is one and I. Far be it for me to pick on a legend, Dungy. I knew it was going to it was a bad. I knew Dungy would bring nothing, but. Al Michaels has mailed it in. Might be completely shot because he sounded like he had no life. Again, he's a legend. I don't belong to be in the same sentence with the guy, but I'm telling you, Here's a that sentence. was a snooze fest.
1: Howard Simon says Al Michaels is shot. See, yeah, you belong was... in that sentence together.
2: Well, I mean, I'm shot, so it's okay. No, Join the crowd. You're not alone. There he, was, was no emotion. There was no excitement. Like I get. Had he, some, bet, had he bet the Chargers? Either that, or he thought he was calling one of those dog Thursday night games he had on Amazon. They had some game. really bad games. That was an amazing—it's one of the greatest comebacks in NFL playoff history. Tony Dungy is Tony Dungy. He's going to be very much old school— up, he doesn't say anything. He doesn't analyze anything. If he says, uh, if he said one more time, they're sitting on the underneath routes, I was going to run my head through a wall. So I I knew when I heard at the top, oh, Dungy's on the game. Well, that's not a good idea. But, man, Michaels yep. just had – it was really a nothing call. And I was so shocked because he's a legend in this business.
1: Two things for you I want to get to here.
2: Sorry, I brought that one out That's of okay. left field, and I would have forgotten.
1: Very it. quickly, Aaron Schatz, Football Outsiders, with a very good tweet that Bills fans probably need to hear right now. There seems to be a lot of talk about how the Bills played a close a close game yesterday, and therefore are in serious trouble. It was only four weeks ago that the Chiefs went to overtime against Houston. Mm-hmm. That's very <laughs> right true. Enough. Overtime it, against the
2: Texans. Struggled yes. with Denver twice. Yep. And then so, you know it happens. The Bengals. The Bengals did not look great yesterday. The Bengals against New England a few weeks ago looked like they were going to beat them a hundred to nothing in the first half, and, and then disappeared in the second half. And should have lost. Were it not for Ramondre Stevenson fumble, probably should have lost that football game.
1: Right. Well, we had yesterday Bills, Dolphins, and Bengals, Ravens was divisional matchups where the opponents know each other. And Burrow has not played well now in three games against Baltimore. Now they limited his possessions mm-hmm. very effectively. But without a defensive touchdown, they might not win that game. Cincinnati, right. and then for the Bills, you know, we started kicking around this point, and now we've got something on it. Josh Allen has 16 fumbles this year, 16 fumbles in now 18 games because 17 in a playoff mm-hmm. game,
2: eight against Miami. Yeah, that's a big number. Eight. So they know they know something, and he's got a, it's his ball security. They know something about getting a hold of Josh. Now he up. hasn't
1: lost eight, but I think the point is. Early in the game, the Bills were burning the blitz the same way they did in the first matchup. And then what happened? It kind of went away. I I think the Dolphins have an idea against Allen. High risk, high reward. Let's see if we can bait him into stuff. If you think about that three and out where they go deep shot, deep shot, sack. Isn't that exactly what Miami would want you to do? Might as well go high risk, high reward here. This guy can beat us in a lot of ways. Let's see if we can encourage some
2: of his worst tendencies i didn't have a problem with the first one yeah i just thought on second down and i know not necessarily second and 10 run the ball but just an easier throw at the very least to make it third and manageable third and shorter i didn't like that i'll tell you what i'll find this uh i'll try and find it for the our our former colleague joe Biscallion, his piece at the athletic had a really good breakdown on blitzes and and at some point they were getting beat in the first quarter They decided to blitz less as the game went on and cover more. And that seemed – I'll get you the numbers. Joe did a whole bunch of research on it. Point is, when they changed philosophy, it seemed to throw off the Bills' offense in the second and third quarter, and then finally they got a couple touchdown drives in the fourth quarter. But Miami realized, okay, he's carving us up. Let's do something a little bit different. And when they switched over to maybe a little less of blitzing and a little more covering, dropping guys – and it seemed to frustrate the Bills' offense at
3: that I, point. I believe I have this right that the previous eight games against the Dolphins, Allen had two fumbles, and he had eight. Oh, prior, eight? Eight. prior to this season, prior to this season, he had two fumbles in eight games, and
1: this year is eight fumbles against them in three.
2: Three lost, yeah. Three of his five lost fumbles. They this were, year were. I mean, they were lucky. Man. They had. They yeah. put the ball on the ground again yesterday. Yeah, not just him too. The, the Heinz muff again would <sighs> have been could have been an absolute disaster. I mean, Miami's. Right? They're ready to go and maybe score on that drive, too. So, yeah. All right. Um, yes, let's take care of some business. If you're on hold, hang on. we got an open segment as soon as we get back so we can dive right back into phone calls. Bills beat the Dolphins, or we're getting your takeaways from the game yesterday. 803-0550 to join us. Uh, if you need a uh, smile on your face, in case you don't have one, you can get one from our folks at Crosby's, our friends over there at Crosby's, who are want you to start every day the Crosby's way.